0: Hi guys and welcome to another episode of Lessons with Lion. Actually, this is episode 2 for 2019 in season 2 and I'm so excited to be here with you talking about more marketing and entrepreneurship stuff. You know, because it's all stuff at the end of the day. We don't have to take life so seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Come let me teach you with this Come let me teach you with this Level lie with your tweets Follow me back to my nest Level line with the podcast Teach you listen cause I got class. Okay. Level lie with the impact You be lying that's a real fact Come let me teach you with this Yeah Teach you wanna listen they will with the tweets. follow me back to my nest they will lie with the podcast teach you lessons because I got care they will lie with the impact You be lie that's a real fact let me learn your song let me learn your song let me learn your song come here let me learn your song 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 come here let me learn your song let me learn your song let me learn your some. Let me learn you some. Come here, let me learn your some. Let me learn your some. Let me learn you some. Let me learn you some. Come here, let me learn your some. Today we're going to be talking about something that always gets you guys going on social media. Every single time I talk about this topic. You come out of your cubicles, you come out of bed or wherever you are and you engage on social media, especially on Twitter. You have really, really interesting, sometimes funny, sometimes spicy conversations with me on social media. So I thought we really need to talk about this in a podcast so that we can just expand on the ideas, just put some research behind these conversations and and see where we go from there well something really cool happened a couple of weeks ago and that is that cosmopolitan magazine south africa released their march issue and it was called the influencer issue and on the cover it had three really really popular and well-known vloggers in south africa called micheline damase she's a makeup vlogger Nadia Jafta, who's more of a comedic vlogger, YouTuber, and Jessica Van Heerden. To be quite honest, I don't know who Jessica is. I'm assuming she's on YouTube and according to social media, she also has over 2 million subscribers. So she's a big deal. I don't know what she's good at or Why, you know, she has followers, but clearly she does and she exists and we celebrate her for being able to achieve the milestones that she's achieved. So Cosmo came up with this really cool cover that was called The Influencer Issue. And basically, it had like a 90s retro vibe. And they were saying they were celebrating the class of YouTube 2019. It's an awesome cover. It attracts you. It catches your eye. It's young. It's fresh. And a lot of people actually said that it reminded them of the days when they used to read Seventeen magazine. So if you can picture that, you can see what kind of vibe. Cosmo had when they shot this cover. For me, this cover is very, very important and it's very significant in the trajectory of marketing in South Africa and just to show how society is moving and how we're changing how things work. You know, five years ago, someone would have laughed if you told them that a magazine would go find a couple of girls who make YouTube videos And make them cover stars and really think that that would sell the cover. And now in 2019, that's not a joke anymore. That's really, really big. It's a momentous thing. It's not only big because influencers are on the cover, but it's big because it shows you that influencers are actually really influential. They're so influential that mainstream media wants to capitalize on their influence and their popularity and their fame, which is really, really important. It's just showing you where the power dynamics are lying in the world and where they're going, you know. In the past, people used to think if you're not on TV or radio, then you're never going to succeed. You will never be a celebrity and you'll never be influential. But now social media has flipped the game. And people who have great twitter profiles and twitter pages people who have great instagram pages people who have great youtube channels are being noticed by big brands and being paid to help drive sales to try to help drive uh viewership to help drive listenership to help drive engagement it's influencers are really gaining momentum as really powerful marketing tools that businesses can use so when I posted on Twitter about this cover, I basically just said, is it successful? And then I actually posted the cover on my Twitter page. And this is what a couple of people had to say. Temba Speak said, I don't know the other two goals, but I'm told they're quite successful. It's a great cover, very relevant as well. Zama Kumalo says, Mina, I don't have a problem with it, honestly, guys. But can we just learn to celebrate Abandu? 2019 is just Michali's year, shame. Sis is doing the things. Someone else, Tabisile Forstrofter, said, The cover looks nice, but not my taste. I follow Michali, but I would not buy this issue or any influencer issue. To me, influencers' Instagram pages are enough. Through my wine glasses, I don't purchase magazines, but I do find the cover relevant to the target audience. Hashtag Nadia Jafta is a powerhouse. To me, Wesie says, I love it, they're honestly great YouTubers. And just Angie says also looks like a 90s poster. Not sure if that was the vibe. And Makumala says I'm definitely not the demographic for this cover. Loazi comes with a little bit of spice and he says All the people on this cover have never influenced me in any way, shape, or form whatsoever. Mateva Molise says, Honestly, it makes me think of Destiny Mag and how they were the first and makes me wonder why they didn't survive when they had such great initiatives that others are copying. Shrugs shoulders. And the says, I don't know the other ladies. I only know Mithali, but I still think I like last year's Cosmo cover. And then she puts a picture and was also an influencer edition. And on the cover, they had really, really well-known high-end brand influencer, Gifilo Mabote. She's a South African influencer and she's also doing really, really well, making a lot of money. Inga says, I think it's great, whether strategic or not, they have a black, white, and colored lady because representation matters. They are definitely repping for my generation. I really love what Inga says. And just as a side note for anyone who's listening, who's not South African, please note that the word colored in our country is not a derogatory term. It's just one of the racial classifications we have in the new South Africa. So please don't take offense. Digital Entrepreneur says, I think this cover is spot on with the class of. Very relevant. I have a teen daughter and this speaks to me. I totally see the trend. Next Generation Essay says, amazing cover. However, I stand to be corrected. The female consumer can't always be aligned with beauty bloggers. I love the point that he's making and it's quite interesting how you're seeing a bias from brands to partner mainly with beauty bloggers and not bloggers who are doing other things. Another thing that's very important to note with this point is that you find that the beauty vlogging industry is not very size inclusive, very race inclusive. You know, it's really, really segregatory. It it pushes people out. You don't find that much diversity in the industry. So I think he's making a very, very good point. Yenzi just simply says, I'm getting it today. And Vogue Zambia says, South Africans and being unnecessarily hateful. It really doesn't cost a thing to stand people. Hey, so I guess she's replying to people who are saying these girls don't deserve to be on the cover. What's an influencer issue? nobody wants to see that so i appreciate that comment because i also think sometimes we can celebrate people's victories instead of being mean about them and making it seem like it doesn't matter rose in york mayberg says it's successful in the sense that it's inclusive different audiences are represented and of course the diversity of it all counts because this is south africa YouTube is a massive platform and this cover reflects just how much the limits and boundaries have been pushed in South Africa. I could not have said it better. I think she's raised an amazing point for the African continent. And I speak personally for South Africa. Penetration of social media in terms of brands taking it seriously is very slow. Our brands tend to be reactionary instead of being thought leaders and actually starting new things. South African brands don't usually lead the conversation. They join the conversation. And so it's important and quiet, profound and amazing that they're coming on board i know it's a little bit late but at least they're coming on board and acknowledging the fact that influences matter influences are changing the game and that social media is not something to be undermined that social media is something that is really important and it's changing the game I mean, I could go on and on. If you want to see more of the comments that people have made about the cover, all you have to do is go to my Twitter page at label Lion underscore S-A l e b o l i o n underscore S-A S-A the letters S and A for South Africa. And you'll just see all the comments that people have had to make about the cover. I've retweeted every single person that has commented on the cover. So you'll be able to see exactly what they said. And when I read these comments and I saw this cover, it made me think about something. And it made me ask a question. Are influencers and celebrities the same thing? Or are they different things? And if they're different things, what makes them different? Personally, for me, I believe that the line between influencer and celebrity is getting very, very blurred. Because before, a celebrity would be someone you see on television or on the radio or in print, who's very well known and they write about him on those same platforms. Or they write about her on those same platforms. But, I mean, the point of a celebrity being a big deal is because celebrities influence people and that's why brands have collaborated with celebrities in the past. Now, influencers may not have a story that starts on traditional media, which means that they don't have traditional reach, you know, of reaching millions of people that are broadcasted to every single day but social media influencers have reach on social media and their numbers compete with the numbers of traditional media on top of competing with the numbers of traditional media social media influences also have a global reach unlike traditional media where you find that the celebrity who is praised on these media platforms and who has a career on these media platforms is usually only known in the countries where they are broadcasted whereas for with influencers their reach is global so wherever somebody can get access to the internet is a place where they can have access to that influencer which makes them really really powerful and for me that is the new celebrity celebrity is not about which platforms make you famous celebrity is about how much influence you have no matter where that influence is derived from that's just my personal opinion if you agree let me know on twitter at level line underscore sa and if you disagree and have a different point or perspective on it also let me know on level line underscore sa and let's have a conversation so i thought because most of us know what a celebrity is but we don't really know what an influencer is I thought we could actually have a conversation about what is an influencer and why should we care because our perspective and our knowledge about influencers is very murky and i think this is a conversation that's long overdue not just for us but for brands and for people in the space by now most of you have interacted with an influencer worked with an influencer or know someone who knows an influencer some of south africa's most popular and frequently talked about people are influencers influencers are usually beautiful they get invited to the coolest parties wear the trendiest clothes and have the most Instagrammable group of friends increasingly influencers are becoming integral parts of global marketing campaigns that are helping big and small entrepreneurs achieve their objectives So let's talk about influencers. Who are they? What do they do? And why do we need to care? The first question, what is an influencer? An influencer is a person with the ability to influence potential buyers of a product or service by promoting or recommending the item on social media. Let me say that again slowly. An influencer is a person with the ability to influence potential buyers of a product or service by promoting or recommending the items on social media the second definition is really simple an influencer is a person or a thing that influences another simple i love that definition because i believe that really that's what an influencer is and so many of us can be influencers according to jared augustine who's the ceo of tuzio and Julius works he says Influencers can be broken up into three groups. And I think these are the groups that a lot of corporates are now using to define influencers and figure out how much they should pay them. One is the micro-influencer. Two is the mid-level influencer. And three is the macro-influencer. A micro-influencer, so that's M-I-C-R-O, micro-influencer, is an influencer That has a following of between 5,000 to 100,000 followers. A mid-level influencer is an influencer that has a following of between 100,000 to a million followers. And a macro influencer is an influencer that has a following of between 1 million and above followers. That's a really, really big gap. I mean, when I think of the South African influencer landscape, I wouldn't have put such a big... Distance between the levels, so I wouldn't have said five thousand to a hundred thousand. I would have probably said five thousand to twenty thousand as micro, and then mid level would be twenty thousand to a hundred thousand. You know, because I feel like on the South African landscape, we are still getting to grips with social media access to the internet and all these other crazy things really define our ability to be on social media, consume social media and be social media influencers. So for me, I wouldn't put such large gaps between the micro, mid and macro influencers. In fact, I would probably extend the groups and have more groups to define the South African influencer, but that's just me. And the interesting thing about this influencer game is that anyone can become an influencer, but very few succeed. From the outside looking in, it may look like a relatively easy thing to do, you know, like anyone can become an influencer, but in practice, it requires a lot of finesse and marketing skill. A lot of people want to fight me when I make this point, but it is true. If it was easy for everybody to be an influencer, then I think most people would be one because the perks are great. The perks are amazing. The perks allow you to live a life where you control your schedule, you control how people see you and you get to decide how you want to live your life. So I think if it was that easy, more people would be doing it and benefiting from it, but it isn't. So, for me, influencers kind of embody the role of a hyper consumer, that of representing the average consumer in their best light. A good influencer shows consumers the best possible outcomes of using a product or service by being a shining example of what happens when the user experience plays out as it was ideally intended or marketed to. So, for example, when you watch Michalinda Damase, and this is a South African beauty vlogger, when you watch her try the products, it always comes out flawlessly. You know, she may criticize the products that don't work nicely but at the end of the day her full face beat looks amazing and it kind of makes the consumer aspire to use the product so that they can also have a face beat that's as nice as michlali's but what's so great about it is that it feels achievable because michlali is just an average person you know she may have a lot of subscribers but she's just the girl next door so if the girl next door can do it then maybe i can too and that's why an influencer kind of embodies the hyper customer or the hyper consumer. Kyle Wong, who's the CEO of Pixley, said One of the biggest shifts in marketing is that a brand's message doesn't have to come from the brand. That's powerful, hey? Let me say that again. One of the biggest shifts in marketing is that a brand's message doesn't have to come from the brand. Brands are using influencers not just for their influence but for their creativity. That's a very, very good point to note. Brands are using influencers, not just for their influence, but for their creativity. Brands spend a lot of money on strategy. They spend a lot of money getting people to come sit in a room and come up with creative ideas on how to do things. The great thing about hiring an influencer is that you kind of get two for the price of one. So you get the face, or the person the influencer and then you get the strategic brain behind it you get their creativity they can show you how your product will work for their audience and how you can market your product or service on their platform for their audience in an authentic way influencers also act as a mouthpiece for the brand in an almost brand ambassador type role as well as a reliable sounding board for consumers where consumers can ask questions about the product or service pre- and post-purchase. Influencers make a brand more accessible. One of the biggest, for me, revolutions to come out of social media is the idea that a person or a customer can speak to the brand. The fact that a customer can feel like they're talking to the brand allows them to feel like the brand really is trying to connect with them and that they can really tell the brand what they truly feel. People don't want to buy from brands that don't care about them. And I think a brand's ability to talk to their customers post-advert post-marketing is really, really important if you want to establish a personal relationship with your customer and make them feel like they're part of the process of creating the product, of selling the product, of using the product. So I think it's very important that we note that that influencers make a brand more accessible. So now the big question comes, why should we care about influencers? You know... (laughs) I think especially on the African continent, you find that people who are older, people in very stiff careers, you know, or people who feel like they worked really hard and they got degrees and they studied for a hundred years, you know, I feel like you get those kinds of people who feel like social media is just rubbish and it's stupid and irrelevant and they literally trying hard to behave like social media doesn't influence them at all. In fact, they're demonizing it and making it seem like an altogether bad thing. And the funniest part is they're using social media to do that. They're going on social media to talk about how bad social media is. They are commenting on magazine covers that have influences on and say, but these people don't influence me. And those same people will talk about how Gary V said something, <laughs> you know. So it's quite funny that people, especially of a certain age or of a certain education level who really Believe that their education makes them somebody, don't want to acknowledge the influence that social media has on them and that influencers have on them. But the truth is, whether you want to admit it or not, social media influences and social media has a large impact on your life if you're alive in 2019 and you have a phone and connection to the internet, whether you like it or not. So, why should we care about influencers? Because Influencers do the following things. They give you reach, awareness, visibility, and authenticity. Reach, awareness, visibility, and authenticity. Influencers give you front row access to the conversations and opinions of your customers and potential customers. It allows you to have conversations with your viewers and your consumers. Every single brand that exists in 2019... Every single brand that has customers wants reach. They want to reach their customers. They want awareness. They want their customers to be aware that their brand exists, that what their brand does. So they want their customers to be aware of that. They want visibility. They want to be seen. It's so important. I mean, there's so much messaging going out there every single day, online and offline. It's so hard to be seen. And so brands and companies want to be visible and authenticity. On top of having reach, awareness, and visibility, a lot of people have said that what drives engagement and what drives purchasing is being authentic, that people feel like you really are who you say you are, that creates trust, that creates credibility. So authenticity matters. And this is what influencers can give a brand. And so, okay, cool. Okay, cool. So let's say you're a brand or you're an entrepreneur and you are sold. You believe that aren't, are the way forward in terms of getting sales, getting your business out there, getting people to see and know your business. The next thing you should be asking yourself is, how do I choose influencers? Because it's not that easy. I mean, it makes it seem. Because it's not that easy. It may seem like you just pick the influencer with the most numbers that everybody likes. But what if that influencer doesn't align with your brand? What if that influencer doesn't speak the language that you speak? And what if that pairing doesn't seem authentic? How do you choose the right influencer? I think that when you choose the right influencer, it's not just about the biggest reach, but about one Who are that influencer's most passionate customers? And two, how are those customers advocating for your brand in a way that tells your story more effectively? I know this may seem unconventional and maybe a little bit backwards for some people who've just gone on the social media and influencer train. But think about it. An influencer's most passionate customers are the ones who are first to hear, see, and relate or talk about the message that the influencer is giving, but also they're the first to more readily try, so consume and buy whatever the influencer is talking about. And then another point when I said, how are these customers advocating for your brand in a way that tells your story more effectively? This is important because the consumer or the customer who is engaging with the influencer can't just say oh this looks great and move along their way you want to know that they bought it so they they might say to the influencer hey i bought this and i tried it and you're right it has good application you know or someone who says before i tried this product i had low self-confidence but now i'm great it really speaks to me so it's about how those customers are advocating for your brand that tells your story more effectively These questions are important to ask yourself as a business before you choose an influencer to work with because it's imperative to create long-term relationships with influencers who genuinely represent your brand. Consumers will be able to see through behavior that is not genuine over time and this will result in a loss of trust and credibility for the influencer and most importantly for the brand. So it's important to select the right influencer. And while the prospects of working with mid-level to macro-influencers may be appealing to most brands, I'm about to blow your mind here, (laughs) there's a new wave of marketers who believe that micro-influencers are the future of influencer marketing in a world where consumers are starting to feel overwhelmed by the saturated paid content on the social media platforms of mid-level to macro-influencers. As viewers are starting to feel less connected to the advertised messages they receive from popular influencers, they're starting to find refuge in the cozy social media pages of micro influencers. This will most definitely come as a shock to most people in Africa, I think. Because first, we're still getting to grips with the social media game, and then secondly, People want their product or service to be seen by the most people possible, you know. They still haven't gotten to grips with this idea of impact over numbers. Impact over just unnecessary reach, you know. So until we get to the grips with the fact that impact is more important than the numbers... Then how many people follow that influencer? Then we'll be able to understand why micro-influencers are actually really impactful. So I'm just going to give you four points about why micro-influencers are great to work with. Influencers are smaller and they have a smaller following that creates a more intimate environment. An intimate environment means that you can have better more impactful, more engaged conversations with consumers and people who are engaging with the content. Micro-influencers are also more relatable and they have more relatable content that gives them more engagement. So you find that with micro-influencers, the people who follow them almost... Have a very close relationship to them or develop a very close relationship to them. And so when they listen to this person, it's like they are listening to their friend next door or their sister or brother. They have relatable content in normal lives. A normal life that a normal person can relate to. So this also ties into my next point where I say micro-influencers... And using micro-influencers is like talking to your best friend or sibling rather than talking to a celebrity who's selling you a product. And then lastly, micro-influencers come across as more authentic because they don't have that many followers. So you believe that they are sharing this message because they want to and not because they are paid to do it. Because it has really impacted their lives and not because they are being told to do it. Something really cool that Gary Vee once said on the importance of being an influencer is that he said, everyone thinks it's the sprinkles. Everyone thinks being an influencer is a sprinkle when it's actually the cupcake. TV, radio, and other traditional media platforms are the sprinkles. Online is where you really need to be to win. I love this. And it's a great statement because it really drives home the fact that influencers are important. How does it do this it does this because even if youtube exists even if twitter exists or instagram or facebook without people actually producing content and using the platform then the platforms don't matter and so we find that the platforms are increasingly gaining value and importance because people are using them and using them so well that they're making money from it and becoming celebrities from it and changing the world and that's important so Influencers are not the sprinkles, they are the cupcake. Traditional media, they are the sprinkles. In order to have productive influencer relationships, which is a very important thing to do if you're going to work with influencers as a brand, you need to keep the following in mind. One, you need to be strategic. When you work with influencers, work with influencers from the inception of the campaign to the execution. Including influencers in the strategy process always allows you to create a more authentic campaign that viewers can relate to more easily. Two, you need to be authentic. Don't just select influencers because of their numbers. Select them for how well they fit with your company and brand. Your customers will be able to see through a pairing that is not coherent. I mean, this is basic, but a lot of brands get it wrong. Um, For example if you want to endorse a food product let's just say it's it's a a veggie mix and you want to show people how to use it you're not going to go to an influencer who's a beauty blogger you're gonna to go to a food influencer somebody who knows how to cook and can use your product properly so that your audience can see how it can be used three creative freedom give influencers as three creative freedom Give influencers as much creative freedom as possible. Allow them to communicate with their audience in a way that best fits them. You may know your business inside and out, but a good influencer knows his or her customers in and out. So don't undermine them. Give them creative freedom to use the content your company or brand has produced and allow them to adapt that content and add their own twist to it so that it fits their pages and comes across more authentic four be professional take your influencer marketing seriously i cannot stress this point enough take your influencer marketing seriously don't just hire anybody to be your social media manager or marketing team these two posts are probably going to be Some of the most important divisions in future businesses, if they haven't already, if they haven't become important. Don't just do it because everyone is doing it. If influencer marketing does not fit your strategic objectives, don't do it. Please take it seriously. There's nothing worse than an influencer campaign that was just done because it can be done. Those ones never really succeed. You need to take it seriously and be professional. Five, measure Don't forget to measure the results of your influencer marketing there are various programs and seos that can help you do this you need to measure how well your campaign your influencer campaign has done whether you're going to measure it in sales whether you're going to measure it in whether you're going to measure it in engagement whether you're going to measure it in how many people have pre-ordered whatever you do just measure it to make sure that you're really getting your money's worth from the influencer marketing six Have a common goal. Companies and influencers are working towards the same goals. When they work towards the same goals, things work better. Displaying a culture of trust between the two parties will make the process a whole lot smoother and enjoyable. One thing I like, I see, one thing I see in a lot of boardrooms is that you find that the head of marketing or the people in the business tend to undermine influencers and really treat them like they're stupid. But it doesn't make any sense to me because if you really thought they were stupid and you thought they they didn't have value, why, you know? But it doesn't make sense to me because they need these influencers so that they can achieve the same goals. So I think that it's very important for corporates and entrepreneurs to really respect the influencers that they work with and it's important for the influencers to also respect those companies and we all work together properly seven clear communication that's a simple one Everybody needs to be clear. Whether you're going to communicate via email, in meetings, you need to be clear about your strategy, clear about your intentions, clear about who you are and what you want from each other. I think clear communication really helps with avoiding problems in the future. And it also allows to foster a great relationship between the influencer and the brand or the entrepreneur. Eight, good strategy planning and time management good strategy planning good strategy planning and time management finding the right influences and navigating through contractual agreements can be time consuming and affect the rate at which you implement campaigns so it's very important to plan your strategy well and manage your time in doing these tasks it will make everything so much easier and more pleasant to do nine capitalize on opportunity capitalize on opportunity By using pre-negotiated contracts, templates, and live chat to speed up the whole process, it can make the entire campaign production much nicer and much more pleasant to be a part of. So it's important to capitalize on opportunities. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode two of Lessons with Lion. And I really hope that you could gain something from this conversation and it will help you in your future endeavors. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify or on SoundCloud. Leave a comment, share with friends and enjoy the podcast. Until next month, keep soaring, keep achieving your dreams, keep going for what you want, even if people laugh at you because you know what you're doing, your own race, your own pace. Love you all. Level Lion.